These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. Police and Corrective Services have launched an investigation into an... Uh, police and... Cor Police and Corrective Services have launched an investigation after an Indigenous prisoner died at Cessnock Jail. The ABC reported the 26-year-old man was found unresponsive in his cell at the Shortland Correctional Centre just before 7 o'clock on Sunday morning. A report is being prepared for the coroner. The Port of Newcastle will be looked at as a potential location for a hydrogen hub thanks to a partnership with the federal government. The Prime Minister was in the region on Monday to announce the partnership where the Commonwealth will go halves with the port to find the $3 million feasibility study. It will consider the best location in the port for hydrogen infrastructure with Newcastle having great potential both as a local energy provider and an exporter of clean hydrogen. Scott Morrison said the region will be at the forefront of the move to hydrogen. This is why we need to invest here in places like the Hunter because we make it work here, it will work in so many like regions all around the country. Our plans to move to a lower emissions future very much have the Hunter at the centre of our thinking. Everything we do, every plan we have, every investment we're making is making sure it works here in the Hunter. Emission reduction technology is set to be installed at Orica's Kuragang Island facility following a $13 million grant from the state government for the nitric acid producer. Emissions from the plants are expected to be reduced by 92% and improve air quality across the region. Manufacturing centre manager at Orica, Paul Hasty, said the company is actively monitoring this technology and looking for ways they can improve it. It's really exciting to see that technology develop. And it's really exciting to see the government support um, really building that hydrogen hub here, here in the Hunter regions. A University of Newcastle researcher has been awarded more than $1 million to study concussion in collision sports. The funding is from the National Health and Medical Research Council as part of a $4.5 million pool. Dr Susie Edwards, who is undertaking the research, is looking towards using intervention techniques for concussion, specifically in rugby league. She said in order to keep sports safer, it's important to analyse and refocus techniques of tackling. Sport has so many health benefits and my passion is to make sport safer. And one of the major concerns with collision sports like rugby league is sports concussion. And so when we look at sports concussion, they're mainly occurring in the tackle. And so we wanted to have a look at what can we mitigate the risk of the tackle to make the sport safer. The Hunter is set to play host to a joint Australia-United States project to manufacture and install ground-based radars to track space junk and keep satellites safe. The Australian arm of US-based Leo Labs and Amp Control are hoping to score $80 million in federal funding in addition to $160 million from private investment. Leo Labs Australia President Terry Van Haren said space is an exciting opportunity for the region. These radars map space. They um, provide a, you know, a source of that data to tell us what's going on in low Earth orbit and uh, then in deep space. A new economy is being formed in what people call Space 2.0 or the second space race in low Earth orbit. And, and we're getting lots of services there every day, timing for the all our systems, our navigation systems that people drive around on. A moment's silence took place at 11am on Thursday as a way to remember those who fought and sacrificed their lives during the wars. It was the first Remembrance Day in 20 years where Australia hasn't been involved in active conflict. Newcastle RSL President Ken Fayle said it was about remembering the freedoms that the men and women fought for us to have. 
I think it's just uh, nice that we can remember the sacrifice of others to, you know, all too often people now forget historically that, you know, when you look around and we're such a free and open country, it, it didn't come easy and it didn't come without cost. And that cost was the, the sacrifices made by these men and women 100 years ago. Debate on the state's voluntary assisted dying legislation, co-sponsored by Lake Macquarie MP Greg Piper, began on Friday morning. Premier Dominic Perrottet was the first MP to speak, outlining his opposition to the bill, but will allow a conscious vote on the issue. Opposition leader Chris Minns is also against the reform and will also allow Labor MPs to vote freely. Greg Piper spoke on the issue in the Parliament, saying we all have a personal connection to the issue. Madam Speaker, there are many of us who have held the hand and stroked the brow of a loved one in their final moments. I have no doubt that everyone has had their own experiences and that they draw on this debate. Some of them differ considerably and some have had more than others. And in sport, the Knights have denied reports they've been in contact with Tigers halfback Luke Brooks about replacing Mitchell Pearce next season. The club has been left searching for alternatives after Pearce requested an immediate release from his contract to link up with the Catalans in the Super League. Club CEO Phil Gardner said the club will only talk to Brooks if he's given permission to speak with rival teams. And US soccer stars Megan Rapinoe and Alex Morgan will not be in action at McDonald Jones Stadium when the Matildas take on the US squad after being left out of the team. Ten members of the 22-player US squad were part of the team that beat Australia for the bronze medal at the Tokyo Olympics. The two teams will first face each other at Stadium Australia on November 27 before backing it up in Newcastle three days later.